celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, all festively dressed, dog father Joey Volani wearing a Santa hat. I always suspected that he was Santa. Dog trainer Alan Cable looking like an elf today. Dr. Debbie, Joey Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. Judy Francis is screening calls right now with uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, filling in that holiday mood as, well, we've really felt for the last month. It's just the excuse today, right? (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, The eggnog, the only one that's not getting drunk with us is uh, Stacy. What are you working on? Most of America either has a dog, a cat, a fish, a horse, you know, average civilian pets. But when you get a lot of money, you can buy any kind of pet you want, and people buy exotic pets. Look at Michael Jackson. His best friend was a monkey for a long time. (laughs) Well, Simon Cowell, you will never believe what he wants. Oh, I know, I know. He wants a penguin. And you know why? Because he keeps watching Mr. Popper's penguins. (laughs) I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I hope in my next life I'm Simon Cowell. That kind of money. Have any of you seen this website, Pet Shaming? Yes, I have. Have you checked it out? Yes, I did. What about you, Doc? Have you seen it? It's either PetShaming.net or ShameYourPet.com, both of these websites. I have not, no. These are websites, pictures of probably the cutest little animals that have done something <laughs> bad. Maybe they Uh-oh. chewed their uh, mother's shoes or something Got like that. Got into the trash or something. The owners take pictures of these animals and then put like a, a little notepad right next, to note. Handwritten note right next to them in the picture that says what they did. <laughs> I'm bad because I chewed on mommy's shoes. I'm curious to know what you guys think about this website. You, yes, you, looking down at your radio right now at 1-866-405-8405 or drop us an email at yourvoice at animalradio.com. The websites are petshaming.net or shameyourpet.com. Are you, Alan? Have you even seen this site yet? No, I've not seen this site yet. What they'll do is even they'll put it around their neck or something, and the dog's sitting there with this big note on its neck about how bad they were. I just peed on the carpet. Yeah, and they look so sad, like, oh, I didn't mean it. It's a cute cute site, but it's causing a lot of controversy, apparently, and I'm thinking just right around the holidays here, I want to know what you think. Oh, I think it's cute. What kind of controversy? Fun. Yeah. People say that their pets shouldn't be shamed publicly. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's embarrassing. People are insane. You know that? You know, you were doing the, Stace was talking about the dog, the puppy rental service. People are all upset about that, too. The uh, Humane Society is all upset about that, too. No, why would they be upset? Well, they think it's wrong. It's bad for the dog. Yada, yada. You know, she rents them out, little puppies, for about an hour. And they it's just not think like it's not. It's not like they're having sex or something. It's not like no, a pretty yeah. woman. And goes for to the dogs, you know. <laughs> I don't see any negatives there at all, but they see a lot. I mean, I see anything that you know gets a dog socialized. Uh, the dog gets to be around tons of people, and and maybe will get adopted. You know, by somebody who falls in love with the dog, what could be wrong with that? Yeah, that's the thing is people hold on to a dog for an hour and they say, God, I'd really like this dog, and they end up yeah. adopting the dog. So I, Yeah, but then the other thing is is that the dog is in, it brought into different homes, different people treat it differently, different rules, different food. It's very stressful on a dog to be moved around so much. Well, it's just a little puppy. Basically, you know, for an hour you get the puppy just to play with it. There aren't, you know, I don't see any rules or anything. I mean, it's just a little puppy. They're just puppies. And so people can rent them for an hour to like spend time with a puppy and then they bring it back so i don't see where there's time to uh, enforce rules or i mean you're, you're going to spend an hour with a puppy it's going to go by lightning fast sure will okay so you are for it that's what i'm t- i'm 
getting the feeling. Well, I think I think as long as you make sure you know that the no cruel person gets a hold of one of them, you know that you have some sort of system in place to make sure that only cool people get them. Um, I think it's good for the dog. The more people that a little puppy gets to be around, what a cool way to socialize a puppy. I mean, that's awesome. I can see though. I can see all these dogs coming in with massive diarrhea. I know. <laughs> someone's feeding them hot dogs. Yeah. And someone's feeding them chocolate. Yeah, you gotta have rules. You gotta. Have you gotta rules. have rules because you know the rental cars, like rental cars, those cars always get beaten up because people are curbing them and driving them crazy because it's not their car. Right. You don't want them doing yeah. that. Yeah, I just I dog. think it's a bad idea personally. You think it's a bad idea. Yeah, I do. So it's about half and half here at Old Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. On the big show today, we're going to talk to a guy who's put together a uh, DNA test for uh, poo. Find out who's pooing on your lawn. Uh, hopefully, a dog. We think. Also, <laughs> we have so many giveaways today. I'm, I'm just going to let you leave it at that. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five is the number you need. Write it down now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. It's Animal Radio. Just like the big guy said. 1-866-405-8405. That is toll-free to dog trainer Alan Cable, veterinarian Dr. Debbie, dog father Joey Villani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. On today's show, we're going to have a guy that, uh, he's making a living out of creating DNA kits to test your dog's, uh, well, poo. I guess these apartment complexes are using that, uh, just in case you're one of those people that don't Pick up your poo after, not your poo, your dog's poo. <laughs> Clarify <laughs> Another that. whole picture coming into mind there. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you could be in trouble in cities like Dallas. There's now a fine, a $250 fine if you don't pick up uh, your dog's poo. And uh, he's put, he's making money off of this whole thing. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Also in studio in just a few minutes, we'll be talking to Lynn and uh, Roy Roden. They, of course, are traveling across the country with their dog, Samantha and Oliver, to raise awareness for Parkinson's disease. They are in the Central California area, and they'll be in our studio in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. Also, if you've seen... The pictures of underwater dogs, maybe you saw it on CNN or uh, it's been on every television show. These dogs jumping in the water to grab a ball. And there's a photographer who we'll be talking to in a few minutes, Seth Castile, I believe. He takes pictures of the dogs from underwater and gets some amazing photos. You've cool. seen My these, dogs do that. They jump in the, they get, they get balls in the they water? They go underwater, yeah. They dive to the bottom they of the take pool. pictures of things. Dr. Debbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a wetsuit. <laughs> we'll have uh, we'll have giveaways, by the way, of his brand new book, Underwater Dogs, and his calendar all on the way right here. In fact, we have a lot of giveaways today. If you're one of those people that puts off your shopping till the very last moment, like I do, I wait till uh, Christmas Eve. That's when I do my shopping. Uh, we'll have gifts for you to put underneath your Christmas tree or your Hanukkah bush. Uh, taking your phone calls at one eight six six four zero five eight. 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. And uh, we have Sherry on the phone. Hi, Sherry. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Splendid. What's going on with your animal? Well, I've got a almost four-month-old little uh, teacup chihuahua. And I okay. know teacup is used, um, you know, sort of... <laughs> It's not really a word. I mean, it's not really a, a, a breed, but at any rate, she's a teacup. And okay. um, she weighs almost two pounds, not quite. 
And uh, the, the veterinarian here, who is her vet, is wanting me to have her spayed. And um, my concern is her weight. And I was just kind of curious about whether the little ones go into heat as often or, you know, just some ins and outs and, and what's the best course of action for me to take. Mm-hmm. Well, um, definitely, we do want to get this girl spayed. And with mm-hmm. any dog, any breed, the preference is to do that before they go into a heat cycle. That mm-hmm. that makes the breast cancer risk almost zero, and that's when we mm-hmm. want to do that. We don't want to wait until they get older and they get um, after a heat cycle or a pregnancy. So um, for small breeds and, and toy breeds in general, yes, they can kind of have a little different timing of onset when they go into their first heat. Sometimes the smaller the toy breeds might be a little earlier. Um, so in oh, comparison, really we might... Earlier. Yeah, so sometimes they might go in, you know, anywhere from six months to maybe 10 months of age. Um, whereas the larger breed dogs, it's usually even up to a year. Um, oh. and even some giant breeds may not go into heat until they're a year and a half. So, um, it, it can kind of vary. But, uh, so yeah, I would be prepared. I would not delay it past that six month point. And kind of the next point of your, your question in there is, you know, her size. And, and I understand your concerns for her, her petite, her petite frame. Um, right. but it generally, um, for the veterinarian, um, size doesn't matter. <laughs> I love that. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Um, uh, you made yourself laugh, didn't you? I, I, I did. Don't I, I just sorry, um, but yes. I mean, I, we do surgery on you know less than one pound of ferrets and, and guinea pigs, so size isn't what scares us. We want to have your pet mature, fully vaccinated, in good health. Now, sometimes for some of the little breeds, they can have other types of problems. We want to monitor and make sure we can address that if necessary. So a lot of times, little chihuahuas don't drop their teeth when they should. So that's some. Right. Sometimes I'll kind of watch that and just see if it's going to be something we need to address. So I don't like to do the little breeds too early, um, meaning like four months. I would prefer to wait till about six months so we can watch those teeth yeah, and see if what, we need that, to. That is what they suggested. I just, I, 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 you've answered a, a big question for me because I, my assumption was that the little ones probably would go longer before they would go into heat. So it's really, really knowledgeable for me to know that that's mm-hmm. the act, actually opposite. So that, that's really, I didn't know. Yeah. So I guess that the six months now. She did have parvo, and she bravely got through that, which was just shocking because her blood sugar was down to 13, and she only weighed 12 ounces. But boy, she pulled through, and she's a champ. So I'm even more hesitant to, to, you know, to put her under, but... Yes, um, yeah, but like I said, you know, sure. veterinarians, I'm, I'm sure your vet is very uh, capable with managing mm-hmm. things like hypoglycemia, temperature concerns mm-hmm. for these little guys. And, and there's a lot, you know, veterinary medicine has come a long way, e- even since my uh, youthful career. So, uh, <laughs> um, so so I think that there's a lot that, you know, maybe in past years and past decades, people have a lot more concerns in their minds about things that, you know, uh, with previous pets. But nowadays, it's something that's so common. And like I said, you know, if, if they're doing surgery on small little kittens and doggies, um, they'll be very capable to do this on your, your pup. Okay. Well, thank you for easing my mind. All right. Well, very good. Give that little baby a pat on the head. And what's your baby's name? Sophie. 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 Well, wish her well for me and, and uh, give her a good kiss. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for your call, Sherry. one 405 to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Alan Kibble. Alan Cable. Cable. I don't know if we can really change that. Legally. You know, Dr. Debbie makes me want to go to veterinary school and become a professional just so I can say naughty things on the radio. She gets away with it, too. You notice that? I can say all sorts of things like poop and shit. And- <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sounds really professional, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Dog, you've actually made dog father Joey Volani blush there. The eggnog. By the way, this stuff is really fattening. I don't know if you know this, but uh, this is like 400 calories a glass. Uh, I don't want to know what's in it. All I know is you don't want any of your pets to eat it or to drink it. And why is that? Is it especially harmful? Well, it's just, it tastes really yummy, and sure. it's very easy for them to consume it and to not realize the alcohol content. Just kind of like, you know, underage drinkers, you know, they don't realize it's it's quite yummy. Um, so, yeah, that can really be a danger for the cats and dogs. There's alcohol in this? I didn't yeah. realize that. There was, maybe that's why I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what you think, Hal. <laughs> The only one that's not getting drunk with us is uh, Stacy working hard in the newsroom. What do you got going on? Well, business is booming for a Brigham Young University student. She recently started a brand new business. A what? A puppy rental business. Oh. Oh, I can hear your thoughts on that. But I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Uh, that's just around the corner. I can't wait for that. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. The dog days are every day at Pets Day. Available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet State provides unique in-room amenities like food, water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even a specialty room service menu. No, they, you don't want them eating the menu, but there's some great things on the menu they may enjoy while you're out checking out Jerry Seinfeld. He's playing tonight at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace through the 27th. A great, great way to spend your oh, holidays That sounds like there. fun. Let's go. I've always wanted to see Jerry Seinfeld. Me too. Me too. Well, then let's have go. We'll all let's go together. We're on our way to Vegas. Come Yay. join us. Hey, Christmas, Vegas. Here we come. Learn more at Caesars.com slash Petstay Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Dan Aykroyd. Have the happiest of holidays. This is Heather Lockler wishing you all the merriest Christmas. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to tagg.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Think where you live means you have to settle for a slow online experience? You don't. That's why we're introducing Exceed from Viasat. Exceed Broadband brings together the highest capacity satellite in the world, state-of-the-art ground equipment, and breakthrough technology to bring you super-fast speeds. Think what you could do with that. Watch streaming videos, TV shows, and movies with less buffering. Share photos faster. Enjoy video chats with less jitter. And send and receive files all much faster. Call Exceed Broadband at 800. 
800-397-4999 and you get three data plans to choose from. All with the same amazingly fast speed. New feature is Late Night Free Zone. Exclusive to Exceed. Customers can download as many movies, shows that they want during overnight hours and it does not count towards their monthly usage. Call now for special offer 800-397-4999. We think it's time you get the online experience you deserve. Think fast. Think Exceed Broadband. 800-397-4999. Dial 800-397-4999 now. That's 800-397-4999. Again, 800-397-4999. Exceed Broadband. Now that's fast. Call 800-397-4999. portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by the Tag Pet Tracker. I know that uh, many of you have them under your Christmas tree or Hanukkah bush this year. Because you might have a dog that's an escape artist. Maybe you don't know if they get enough exercise. Get the Tag GPS Pet Tracker to track your pet's location and monitor their activity right from your phone or computer. Tag is the only device that both tracks location and activity to help keep your pets safe and healthy. Get Tag today at T-A-G-G. Dot com And let's go to line four. We have Kathy uh, for Alan. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Do you have all your Christmas shopping done? Oh, no. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wait till the night before. I wait till Christmas Eve, and then I head out to the 7-Eleven and do it. What's going on with your dog? Well, I was just wondering if I could get some tips on um, clicker training. We have a dog that we recently adopted about a month and a half ago, um, and we've had dogs my whole life, but I've never clicker trained, and this one, I think, could use it, so I was just wondering um, about your thoughts on that. Well, let's talk about clicker training. It's kind of cool that you called and asked that question. Um, Do you understand what positive reinforcement is, Kath? Okay. Well, that's what you do with clickers. You you positive positively reinforce the dog with a clicker, and the clicker's not the actual reward. The clicker tells the dog that he's doing something that you like. And the first thing you do when you get a clicker is you load it, and that means you click the dog, give your dog a little treat. Click the dog, give your dog a little treat, so that the dog learns very quickly that whenever he or she hears the clicker, he's going to get a treat. That's what that tells him. The next thing you do is you look for your dog to do behaviors that you like. And every time you catch your dog doing something that you like, you click and give the dog a treat and say the word. So, in other words, if your dog just sat down on his own, was being all mellow and calm, you would click and go, good dog, sit, good dog, give him give him a treat, just like that. So he would learn every time he sat that was a desired behavior and that he was going to get a treat. And that's how you use a clicker. Uh, you don't use it to stop the dog from doing stuff you don't like. You use it to get the dog to do stuff you do like. So, in other words, if your dog is chewing something, something you don't like, you take that out of his mouth, you put something he does like in it, you know, you want him to chew in his mouth, click it and say, good boy, you know. So you teach the dog what he's supposed to do and not what he's not supposed to do, and you click. And timing is very important. So you have to click right when the dog's doing the behavior. So it's really cool to have a friend just uh, lead your dog around the house on a leash and observe. And whenever the dog does something cool that you like, like lays down or sits, click, give him a treat, good boy, and you move on. Are there certain breeds that it works better with, or is it pretty generic? Well, we talk about chows. You know, that's the one breed that nothing works on. And we were talking to a guy last week about (laughs) chow dogs. They're very hard to train. They're like cats. 
and they're going to do what they want to do. But mostly every other dog, it will work. It's just you got to be patient because especially young dogs are manic and crazy and kooky, and they're into everything. So it's real important that you don't go hog wild with the clicker because it will just confuse the dog. So you have to actually mellow and calm the dog out, and the best way to do that, again, is exercise. The best time to teach a dog good behavior is after exercise because the dog's exhausted and is mellow. And that's a great time to do a training exercise with your dog after your dog's tired. Okay. Well, thank you very much. It's very helpful. We're definitely going to start that right away. Yep. Just be patient and uh, be consistent, and uh, it'll it'll all come together, and you'll see amazing results. Just be patient and realize it doesn't happen in one day. It takes the dog time. But once you load that clicker and teach your dog, wow, whenever I hear that click sound, I'm going to get a treat, it becomes easy. Okay. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your help. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening, Kathy. We appreciate it. one 405 That's toll-free to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Kibble. Can I call you Kibble now? Do you have a problem with that? Kibble. Kibble. You know what, man? You call me whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that, too. Dog father Joey Villani and animal communicator Joey Turner all here. Happy holidays. If you're still doing your Xmas shopping, still need another Hanukkah present or Kwanzaa present. I don't know if there, is there such thing as a Kwanzaa present. I'm not Why real not? familiar with it. The holiday. We can, <laughs> just you can so. give a gift for any reason. How no exactly. woman will have, have okay. a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I've mentioned over and over the tag pet tracker, which uh, is is great for so many reasons. Obviously. The first reason would be just in case you lost your animal. But if you're one of those people that you have close tabs on your animal all the time, you don't fear losing them, there's a lot of other reasons for them. Tracking their activity level. Uh, We have from TAG, Danielle Jackson on the phone. She's the marketing director. Hi, Danielle. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. Now, all the uh, boxes under my Christmas tree are all the same size because they're all the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I got everybody a tag pet tracker, and it seems to be this is the big year for this device. I hear everyone talking about it, but what are the reasons that we'd want to have it other than locating a lost pet? Oh, well, there's quite a few reasons, Um, and I'm glad this is a gift you're getting for everybody. the, there's quite a few reasons. As you already mentioned, it's a GPS location tracker, and we launched about a year ago. And as you said, we are gaining some buzz and some momentum this year. And I think part of that is because in October, we launched a feature called activity tracking. Mm, I love it. And activity tracking is a way where we measure your pet's activity throughout the day. And so you could see kind of what's, what's going on with him throughout the day and over time. So what's exciting about that is, you know, there's a lot of um, pet parents when they go to work, the dog's very anxious and they're wondering if the dog is like that all day. And then what activity tracking helps you see is that, you know, a lot of times the pets, you know, they're a little bit crazy right when the parent leaves. And then after about 15, 20 minutes, they take a nice nap. And then you can see them a couple hours later, they get some activity going on. And then when the kids come home um, at the end of the day, there's this flurry of activity. And then you could tell it. He gets a little bit of rest um, afterwards. So it's a really neat feature to see the activity over over a 24-hour period. But then we also have that data over a 30, 60, 90-day trend. Oh, so wow. you can, yeah. yeah, that's good. How, how much exercise should they get a day? Well, let's recommend that pets get, that dogs get about 30 to 60 minutes of exercise a day. So if, if the 
tra- the tag pet tracker comes back and says you're getting under 30 <laughs> minutes a day, it's time to increase that activity for sure. I understand that we can uh, view all of this activity not only from our computer but from our phone. There's an app for that, right? Um, well, we do have an app for the location tracking, and the app for the activity tracking is coming out very, very soon. So we're very excited that you'll be also able to use the iPhone app and the Android app for the activity as well. Mm. So, Danielle, when I have my clients and they're telling me, um, yeah, my dog is so active. He runs in the backyard all day long. He gets plenty of exercise. I don't have to walk him. I can use this to prove that or disprove that for the client, correct? Absolutely, because it's very unique to your pet, and so your pet will get, your dog will get the exercise, you know, that you could set sort of a standard of what he normally gets. And then if you know that perhaps you have, you know, the statistics are 52% of pets are overweight, so then what you can do is you can say, okay, we want you to beef up the amount of tag points that you get on a daily basis to ensure that your dog is getting or your patient's dog is getting enough exercise. Mm. I, I, I see. There's a note here that says that I should ask you about the dog with meningitis that you found out about on Facebook. What is that? Oh, well, this was a really interesting story. One of our users, he was a user that had our, our product with um, for the GPS location tracking feature, and then we launched activity tracking, and he had some puppies, and one of the puppies was acting very not like a puppy, and he had the activity tracking on him, and then he took him to the vet, and they were able to see the decline in activity over the couple of days, and then they were able to see how the medication was working, because all of a sudden, as the medication kicked in, his tag points raised, and he was able oh. to see how quickly the medication kicked in. Both he and his vet were were very excited about this feature. Yeah, that's wow. one of the, that's a happy accident that uh, you, they got the tag pet tracker. You know what I love about this is that it is so beautiful. I mean, it is uh, <laughs> it is a piece of art, really. And you know, I I know that it's being sold in the Apple stores, but it looks like an Apple item. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, thank you for that. And we actually won a bronze award from IDEA as well, which is a design, uh, very prestigious design award. So I, thank you very much. It is an awesome gift. Three days till Christmas. If you're like me, you're waiting to the last minute. Here's a great idea. Head on over to your Apple store if you want to get it within the next three days, or you can get it at Target or Verizon Wireless stores or Best Buy, Sam's Club, Staples, or you can order it online. Head on over to the website at tag.com. That's T-A-G-G.com. Daniel, thank you so much for being a part of this great invention. Well, thank you so much for having us. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. After a long day of chasing that frisbee, there's nothing better than wrapping your paws around a cold bottle of dog beer. That's what Terry Berendin, a pet shop owner in Holland, thought, so she created a beer for her wine moraners. Berendin consigned a local brewery to bottle her non-alcoholic dog beer and named it Quitzbelbeer. Quitzbelbeer is a Dutch word for wagging a tail. The beer is made from beef extract and malt, and although it's fit for human consumption, she's marketing the beer for dogs who need a break from uh, taking naps and wagging their tails and eating and playing with dog toys. And I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. 
bathe your pet at home, and now you can dry them like a pro with the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. This lightweight, compact, quiet dryer is perfect for winter bathing. The X-Power Pro at Home Dryer comes with four styling nozzles, so you can get the professional look at home. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January only. It makes the perfect gift for the entire family and is endorsed by me, Groomer Joey Villani. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by TAG, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get TAG today. Go to TAGG.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Think where you live means you have to settle for a slow online experience? You don't. That's why we're introducing Exceed from Viasat. Exceed Broadband brings together the highest capacity satellite in the world, state-of-the-art ground equipment, and breakthrough technology to bring you super-fast speeds. Think what you could do with that. Watch streaming videos, TV shows, and movies with less buffering. Share photos faster. Enjoy video chats with less jitter. And send and receive files all much faster. Call Exceed Broadband at 800-397-4999 and you get three data plans to choose from, all with the same amazingly fast speed. New feature is Late Night Free Zone. Exclusive to Exceed. Customers can download as many movies, shows that they want during overnight hours, and it does not count towards their monthly usage. Call now for special offer, 800-397-4999. We think it's time you get the online experience you deserve. Think fast. Think Exceed Broadband. 800-397-4999. Dial 800-397-4999 now. That's 800-397-4999. Again, 800-397-4999. Exceed Broadband. Now that's fast. Call 800-397-4999. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Boy, thank God for that Facebook. In response to an alleged increase of dog shootings by police officers, several people, including owners of murdered pets, are starting to use Facebook as a tool to increase awareness of the problem and seek change to police policies towards dogs. Videos of dog shootings, they're all over the Internet. It seems like there's a new one every week. Well, unfortunately, the number of videos online is not a misrepresentation of the high number of dog shootings. It's impossible to actually determine the exact number of dog shootings by police officers because records aren't kept by every police department in the country. However, though, in Milwaukee, the 28th largest city in the country, a recent lawsuit claimed that more than 400 dogs were shot to death by police officers over a nine-year period between 1999 and 2008. Now, if those numbers are similar for cities around the U.S., a low estimate for the annual number of dogs that are killed per year by police in 30 largest cities alone is about 1,100. In addition, a dog training manual for police that's been published by the Department of Justice showed that most police shootings incidents do involve dogs in L.A., at least one half of all intentional discharges of a forearm by an officer from 2000 to 2005 involved an animal, according to a study. Unreal. You know, dogs and millionaires have a lot in common. 
They're relentless opportunists, especially when it comes to rewards. They come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, and they defend their turf. In general, they don't like cats, believe it or not. Perhaps that explains a new survey that shows that millionaires are far more dog-friendly than the rest of Americans. According to a study by Spectrum Group, 58% of millionaire pet owners have a dog. Only 37% own a cat, and only 3% keep fish, 2% birds, and 2% have a horse. Why have millionaires gone to the dogs? Well, Jennifer Kona, she's a trust and estates attorney, said dogs provide one thing especially important to the wealthy, unconditional love. You don't get that from a cat, of course. Dogs are like kids for some families, except they don't mess up in college or run off with money. Sometimes it's easy to see why dogs are the favorite child. Plus, she says millionaires know that dogs don't love them for their money. It's unbiased love and money doesn't enter into the equation. That's important. Millionaires show their love for their dogs in part by their spending. One quarter of millionaire pet owners spend more than a thousand bucks a year on their pets. The Spectrum study said while more than half spend more than $500 a year. Well, business is booming for a Brigham Young University student. She recently started a puppy rental service. Um, They sign a waiver, basically um, contracting to treat the puppy well, and it's like a liability agreement. Jenna Miller says she's had more than 100 rentals since August. The business has stirred some controversy with the Utah Humane Society concerned about the health of the dogs. I'm Stacy Cohen. Yet more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Scoop-Free is the litter box that cleans itself, so you don't have to. Scoop Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Bah, bah, black sheep. Have you any wool? No, sir. No, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas and mosquitoes, repels biting flies and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialty retailers. 
portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Tag, the pet tracker. Answer these questions honestly. Does your pet exercise enough? Do they ever take off and you lose them? That's why you want the Tag Pet Tracker. You can track your pet's activity right from your computer or phone, smartphone. It helps you keep track of your pet. I I don't know if I like this. Yeah, well, you know what? We had a caller in this morning. He said, why not use it on my... He said he could have used it three years ago on his spouse, whose Uh ex-spouse. Well, that's that's why. I can't walk the dog and say I'm going somewhere. Not only that. I mean, if I wanted to go to the local bar, forget about it. I'm caught. Forget about it. Forget about it. We're going to open a bar called He's Not Here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I got a better idea. What we're going to do is we're going to rent out dogs with this pet tracker on it and and, and have a ghost walk walk them around while, while we go to the bar. You guys are terrible. Well, you don't want your spouse knowing you're not where you're supposed to be, and definitely don't want them to know your activities a little more than it should be. So <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Head on over to tag.com. That's T-A-G-G dot com. Uh, oh, <laughs> I forgot where we were. We're doing a radio show. Yes, we are. D- did you know that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Too much, too much Listen, eggnog here yeah, in the studio. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You guys load us up with eggnog. <laughs> I know. I should have waited until after and the show. And you want us to do a show. Yes. I was going to ask you if you wanted to save 10% by using your Alan Kibble credit card. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you don't have your presents for Christmas yet, and there's a chance, like me, that you don't have them yet, three days before Christmas, one of the things you might want to check out is the Underwater Dogs book or calendar. Now, you may have seen this uh, various places. Uh, you know, the, the pictures of the dogs that are first jumping underwater, and they're usually going after a like a Kong ball or a tennis ball or something like that. It's made a splash this year, so to speak. The book Excuse is the doing really well, and the calendar is doing phenomenal, too. They make great Christmas gifts. We have the photographer on the phone with us, Seth Castile. How are you doing, Seth? Hey, guys. I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. Okay, so a lot of people have seen this already. Where the have you seen this, Alan? I don't think I've seen. Maybe I, how long have you been doing it? Because it seems it seems to ring a bell. Like I've seen it before. Uh, well, the pictures the pictures became popular last February, um, you know, just about ten months ago, and then the books just come out here on October twenty third. What? Uh, That's so cool. Well, how did you come up with this idea? I heard it was sort of a fluke. It was a, a happy accident. You know, dogs are my passion. They're, com- they're my career. They're my entire life. I'm interested in the emotion of dogs. I was photographing a little dog called Buster Cavalier King Charles Spaniel in California, just doing an on-land photo shoot, sort of telling his story through photos. That's what I love to do. And he decided he would rather do an in-the-pool photo shoot than on land. So he starts jumping in the pool over and over again, chasing his little you know, mini tennis ball. And I was watching him do this. And he was actually submerging, you know. He was actually going under a little bit, coming back up and having so much fun. So I thought, I wonder what that looks like. I bought a little point-and-shoot underwater camera, came back to the photo shoot, did a couple snapshots, and that was the beginning of the series of Underwater Dogs. Are these... Uh, That's cool. Are these cheap cameras you can get somewhere? Are these underwater cameras, or do you, are they really expensive? You know, there's so many great options for underwater. I mean, at the time, I had zero dollars, actually negative dollars. And I <laughs> bought a little point-and-shoot camera for... Maybe 200 bucks, a little Sony point-and-shoot underwater camera. And you can still buy these. You know, I think Olympus makes one, Sony makes one. They're fun to, just to take under for a couple of meters and do some snapshots. So certainly you can get some nice pictures. Um, and then for the book itself and the series that's in the book, I actually explored different types of underwater gear. So 
you know, you can get an underwater camera for a couple hundred bucks, and you can certainly spend $10,000 if you want to. Well, you know, you see all those pictures of the dogs posing on the couch and different pictures and stuff, but this is oh, these hilarious. Are so, these are great. I can't imagine uh, having a shot of your dog like this. I wish this wasn't radio. I'd like to hold this up to the oh, microphone so people awesome. can see the pictures. And, and he can expand. There's all that. You, next one could be dogs on trampolines. <laughs> What's next for you, Seth? I think you just gave him an idea, Alan. Yeah. What are you going to do to follow this one up? Well, I'm actually working on um, a new book project, um, which I'm really excited about. So we're going to be announcing that here in the new year. So I'll start to shoot that in January. Uh, I'm also going to be announcing a shelter pet photography workshop tour. So I have a nonprofit called Second Chance. The goal is to um, help homeless pets find forever homes, do better photography. Um, it's such an important part of rescue and adoption. So I'm going to be teaching workshops at animal shelters around the country, teaching staff and volunteers how to take better pictures to save lives. So I'll be doing that um, starting the spring and continuing now through the summer and so forth. So we're really excited about that as well. Okay, and the website is secondchancephotos.org, secondchancephotos.org. Is that where you can see some of the photos? Because there are a few people, there are a handful of people that haven't seen these pictures yet, even though you've been on the New York Times, Time Magazine, Good Morning America, Extra, CNN, uh, the Today Show, Jeopardy, all these. I mean, they really made a splash this year with these pictures. And I guess Little Brown, the uh, the authors just uh, of the book, just or the uh, the publisher of the book, just picked it up just like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it went from zero to a hundred overnight. I mean, I was just a guy swimming around in a pool with dogs. <laughs> and this thought is... I was kind of crazy. And then the next day, uh, you know, millions of people had seen the photos, and Little Brown had contacted me, and we did the book deal. And it's been a lot of fun, really positive thing. You know, dogs inspire me as they inspire, you know, millions of people around the world just with the way they live and the, what, the, what they teach us about life. Now, this was and your first. Really, this was your first book, and it just took off like this. This is my first book, yeah. Didn't have a book before this. Um, it's doing really well. I mean, I, I wasn't sure how I was going to do. I mean, people don't really know me too much, but what people do love is dogs, and I think that's the secret with this book. Um, it's just a really happy, you know, positive thing, and, and people want to have a celebration of dogs, which is great. So you know, the New York you... Times bestseller for five wow. weeks now, and it's just doing well here in the United States and also doing really well in many other countries, too. You bring up a good point, though, buddy, because every week in the paper there are a picture of dogs, and I've seen the same ones in there quite a few times that the shelter will put in to try to adopt dogs. And I just wonder now if they took a better picture, if they knew what they were doing with the camera, if they could generate more interest by you know, making the dog look a certain way. Absolutely. I mean, I, we've seen stats that better pictures do, in fact, save lives. And the program I'm launching is called One Picture Can Save a Life, and it really is true. You know, if you have a lousy picture online at an animal shelter's website, um, or you have a fantastic picture that's really showcasing the unique personality of this particular dog or cat. It just makes a huge difference, and we've seen one picture save a life countless times. Um, all it takes is that picture to make a connection, and people naturally have a connection to dogs and cats anyways. And if you can find a way to tell their story in a picture or a series of pictures, you know, you can make that difference. Let's uh, go ahead and give away a few copies of the calendar and the, the book right now. Underwater Dogs is the name of the calendar and the book. Seth, Seth Castile is the author. Uh, call me now at 1-866-405-8405, and I'll put another stocking stuffer under your tree. No, you, you wouldn't do that. You'd put the stocking on the... 
You know what I mean. Yeah, stockings don't go <laughs> under the tree, Hal. And uh, if you're not lucky enough to get through, head on over to your local bookstore or Amazon.com. If your bookstore doesn't have it, that's because they probably sold out. Underwater Dogs is the, the name of it. Seth, we appreciate you joining us today. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Happy holidays. You too. I like that guy. He lucked into that. Oh man, he's you know he's he so just, cool though. He yeah, just he rose did. to fame real quick. Isn't that funny though? How most great ideas happen that way. I mean, you know, you yeah. just it's just something that you nobody thought of, and it's right in front of your face, just staring at you. This is Jerry Seinfeld saying Happy Holiday, Happy New Year, Happy You, and see you next year. This holiday portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by X-Power, the pro at home dryer. You can bathe your pet at home and style them just like the pros. Get the X-Power pro at home dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January. It's available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. And it's endorsed by our very own groomer, Joey Volani, who I have the pleasure of introducing, wearing a Santa hat today. Are you Santa? I kind of thought always that you were Santa. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I, I guess I am Santa. I mean, I, you know, I'm going to tell everyone they make me wear these things here. They made me wear a turkey suit in Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, just so everyone, everyone knows. So, yes, I'm Santa. Hey, you know, I, that topic last week, um, I think. Um, brought up a lot of interesting things because I have an Yvette Ray that actually um, texted me and uh, actually emailed me, I should say, and um, wanted to know. They're starting to make, and it's, it's, it's more of a, I don't know, I shouldn't say fashion statement, like a fad that they're trying to put shampoos in like bar soap form, and she wanted to know how would that be for a pet. There's a um, place in Manhattan, which I don't want to mention their name, but that's what they specialize in, is bar soaps, and they have a bunch of different types of bar soaps for um, pets. What would be the advantage and, um, to that? The advantage would be it's it, it's just easier, more convenient that just to grab a bar of soap while you got your dog and as you're massaging it through, you have it in your hand. Ah. So you so you got lather on demand. Gotcha. The problem is this. You know what? I mean, it's more of a um, oh a sales pitch than anything else. Stay away from. Stand clear. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. In bar soaps, I, this is the best example I can use. When how if you don't clean your shower for a little while, you know how you get that soap buildup. Yeah, that is from what is in the bar soap. Okay, it's not the soap itself. Like because scum. If you use exactly scum. If you use the um, the um, body wash, you'll have no soap scum. And the reason why is it's what holds the soap together is actually what causes that. So think about this. Now you're using it in your pet's coat. You cannot rinse it clean, okay? There's a reason why we don't use bar soap in our hair, because otherwise we would just use it in our hair as well. It's because it leaves tremendous residue. So what this is going to do is it's going to build up, it's going to dull the coat majorly after a while, and it's going to cause knotting and tangling a little bit more extensively than just a regular shampoo would, because that's going to build in there. And like I, you've heard me say this a million times, but you have stuff that sticks, hair sticks to hair, and it twists, and it's sticks again, the twist of the sticks again, and then all of a sudden, um, you, you know, you have, um, you look like a Rastafarian because you got dreadlocks, and, and that's what's going to happen. I know it's a great
great concept. It's a great idea. But they do not make a Barso for Pets that I know of yet. And I basically think I know them all. You do. That has that does not leave a residue, okay? It's not like you're not zestfully clean. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Your pet's going to come out with knots and tangles. Stay away from it. If you're going to, just use a good a good quality shampoo like we spoke about on the show last week and go with that. Stay away from the bar soaps and, 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 and you'll, you'll be much happier. Your pet will be much happier because they also cause itching because of what's left, left behind on dogs that have sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. Stay away. I tried it. You know what the funny part was? What? Is we actually even wanted to, um, when when I was coming out with pet products, that was one of the things that I looked into. And um, that's that's how, when I, after doing the research, um, that's what we found that out. That sounds like a clever idea, but I, I can see where this yeah. can become a problem. It's a great selling concept. Okay, good advice from Joey Villani, the dog father on Animal Radio. Hey, y'all, it's Lisa Matassa, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. It's Animal Radio. Three days before Christmas, most of us have done our Christmas shopping. What about you, Joey? Have you done yours yet? Most of it. I still have a few things to get, but most of it, yeah. Alan, how about you? Well, Hal, now yes. that you got the emotional, sad Christmas music on and it's the tears sad. are coming it's, out of my eyes. It's, it's eggnog music. It's, it's relaxing. I've taught my kids to buy me things and that uh, <laughs> they don't need presents. You know what, how we should do some countdowns on the show. We should do the top ten most annoying dog barks of 2012. Uh, <laughs> maybe the uh, top twelve dog stories. I mean, I got I got lots of ideas. I I wish you'd use me more, Hal, my uh, my genius brain that I that I sit on. I wish you'd I wish you'd pry into it, as it were. I'm frightened, actually. Not sure I want to pry into it. You know who's in studio with us is Lynn and Roy Rodin. And there, uh, of course, we've been talking to them the last few weeks about their bike ride across the country, going from Washington to Florida, all to raise awareness for Parkinson's disease. And of course, Roy has Parkinson's disease. He had uh, brain surgery. He's actually right here. I don't really have to tell. Hey, Roy, welcome to the studio. Hello. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Now, what's the deal? You had brain surgery? I did. It's called uh, DBS, stands for Deep Brain Stimulation. And... Uh, yeah, it's a almost an outpatient kind of thing. They actually really? do the surgery while you're awake because you have to follow commands. Oh, and and when you were done, you just decided to head on a bike ride. Uh, my wife caught me at a weak moment. I just had brain surgery. I think I was still on anesthesia, and uh, she helped me to it. So yeah. And all to raise awareness for Parkinson's disease and also... Uh... Absolutely. Uh, well, not just to raise awareness and funds, but it's also to talk to people who have Parkinson's, talk about their options. Oh, uh, whether it be DBS with a Medtronic device like I have, which is like a uh, like a pacemaker for your brain, or just their different options with drugs and exercise, and uh, it's not the end of the world. You know, it looks like you're not suffering from Parkinson's disease. I mean, it looks. What does like, it look like I'm suffering from? It does it well. Maybe maybe a sore butt from. <laughs> Notice how they're both standing. <laughs> yes. How many miles have you uh, driven so far? So far, I'm not exactly sure. It's going to be about 1,200, 1,300 miles. Wow. And, of course, you have the dogs with you, Samantha and Oliver, right? Mm-hmm. They're big dogs. Uh, yeah. they're Well, 
considerably large. I mean, com- looking at a Chihuahua, yeah, they'd be, uh, they'd be considered large. <laughs> they, uh, they usually ride on the back of your bike, or there's a little... Uh... Yeah, we converted uh, like a child carriage that you would pull behind a bicycle into a dog carriage. We uh, wow. kind of uh, uh, mechanized the bottom, pulled the bottom out, put in uh, wood, and where the wood is, we also cushioned it on top. So Do they like the ride? Do they mind? The Oliver loves it. Come on over to the microphone, well, Oliver loves it. He, as long as he's lying down, he's happy and if that means going down the road in traffic, he's fine. Samantha <laughs> is definitely more <laughs> interested in running around and seeing what's going on. Roy is shaking shaking his head hills? no to this here. What was that, Joey? Oh, any <clears throat> big hills that you've come up to where you looked at and said, oh my God, we got to go up Heck, this? Yeah. Any uh, more like a hundred, two thousand, all of them. There's lots. Yeah, there you are. guys are going the uh, the southern route though, so you're going to avoid the Rockies and uh, a bunch of mountain ranges, uh, well, which is a good idea. Right? Well, the Black we Hills, could, absolutely. Well, we've gone down and up a lot of hills already. I'm uh, hoping we're about free of them right now. Don't forget, we came from uh, Seattle. Oh yes, and it seems that everywhere we've gone, we brought the weather with us. We've seen hurricane winds. <laughs> we've seen. Uh, and that's another thing. Uh, what, be, what is with the wind it's, up on this coast? I mean, it, it everything is, is going windy. from south to north right now. It's in our face. That's right. But everything it is, is warm. It is nice. It, not oh, like Florida. Right now nice. is beautiful. Yeah. Right now is gorgeous. Today is gorgeous. And it's not raining. Yeah. <laughs> Do you regret at all what you're doing? Uh, the bike ride? Have, have you? I mean, were you not like a thousand all. miles in and said oh, no? No, not, never, never, ever. I mean, it seems to me that. Uh, We've met wonderful people. We've had great experiences, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Now, what about you, Lynn? Do you feel the same way that Roy does on this? Oh, I'm excited. I get very frustrated on those days where I, I can't ride, whether it's because of the rain or because we have to take care of something in the trailer, or I, I'm enjoying the ride completely. Now, that's uh, Samantha and Oliver we hear in the background there. Samantha, specifically, yes. Oh, she, She's kind of a noisy one, huh? <laughs> she She wants to know what's going on all the time. Oh, very well. Most dogs do. If people want to learn more about what you're doing and, and make donations to the Parkinson's uh, Parkinson's disease cause, where can they do that? Obviously online, right? They could do it online. Uh, www. P like Parkinson's, D like disease, challenge.com. PD challenge. PD challenge.com, exactly. And they can decide if they have a favorite foundation that they'd like to go ahead and uh, give money to. Uh, there's the Michael J. Fox, there's National Parkinson's Foundations, there's the Parkinson's Disease Foundation, there's University of Miami, Department of uh, uh, Neurology, and then there's us. And we're okay. separate. We're not a 501c3. But that's okay. That you, need, you need help to for this bike ride. To, it costs a little bit of money to do the bike ride like this. Yeah, it does. We we sold just about everything we own to do this ride. It's, yeah. it's important. What uh, what are you going to be doing on Christmas? Just a few days away, are you going to be uh, biking or are you going to take a little stop? Uh, I imagine we're going to take a little stop, just take a breather. But uh, we, we have friends in L.A., so oh. we, we, they don't know it yet, but we're hoping to hit them up for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you guys have dropped by for and this. Today is Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah. Happy well. Hanukkah. Thank you very much. Well, we're going to let you get back to the dogs and back to the road. Uh, we appreciate it. Please stay in touch. Let us know where you are in each city. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Thank you, Roy. Well, before you go, Roy, on the chafing scale, how are you doing? On a scale of 1 the to chafing. 10, how's okay, the chafing? Do you, do you, know what a, yeah. uh, you know how thick the leather on a catcher's mitt is? <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. There's a visual for you. 
There you you go. know, all I'm going to say is he definitely loves his wife because I know I would be about 100 miles into this and you would be reading about this in a paper, but it wouldn't be me driving cross country. It would be a murder investigation. Well, if you, if you had the view that I have when she's up front. Oh, no. boy. There you go. Oh, boy. You're a lucky man. Is there something you wanted to say, Lynn? Yes, I did just want to thank two of our sponsors specifically because they sure. are animal friendly. Oh, uh, yes. One is Life's Abundance, who donated all of the dog food for oh, wow. our trip, as well as OnlyForPetLovers.com, who sponsored us personally to help us. What do they do the over at OnlyForPetLovers.com? They um, are the only online website that helps with all animals, not just dogs and cats. So Good, good people helping you along with your bike ride. We will check in with you next week. We'll be back to the phones next. one 405 It's Animal Radio. We are three days away from Xmas. I hope you've done your Christmas shopping. I actually wait till the night before Christmas and I head out to 7-Eleven and I get everybody whatever is at 7-Eleven. But if you're not like me and you're still looking for something for your animal, may I suggest the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer that Joey Volani has in his hands right now. Here, hold that up to the microphone, will you? Yeah, very good. I like that. When they first came on board, I thought it was just going to be like a pet dryer, but apparently we're using it all over our houses for vacuuming. You know, I've I've been using it. I've been using it on everything. Matter of fact, I've been using it like a leaf blower too. (laughs) You know, you know how it builds up in front of your doorstep. Well, it's just easy to uh, you know plug it in and blow the leaves away from my doors. So it actually um, works great. But let me tell you how this how this um, dryer saved me. Um, I had to do a show, um, getting dogs ready for a Katie Couric show that was, um, a couple weeks ago. A person didn't have a dryer where we were prepping these dogs. And I had, I had the, um, the, the pro at home in my car because it's so small, it's convenient. And I just happened to be vacuuming out the car with it. So it was perfect. So thank God I had it with me because it saved me because she had a small dryer. This worked great. The dogs look great. You know, it's a great dryer. It's two speeds. It's a vacuum. Vacuum. It's extremely quiet, and that's the big thing, oh, yeah. especially when you're not a professional because, you know, there's ways to getting it, um, you know, getting around certain things. But when you're not a professional and you don't know how to use it all that much, it's to make it a little bit easier. Quiet is, is wonderful, and um, it has all these attachments that go with it, so you can make your dog look as good as, you know, basically as we can. Mm, Joey's well, close, anyway. Joey's holding up four attachments for that. What are the different attachments? What are they for? Do you know? Well, one's a reducer. Okay, once a uh, the reducer is so you get more air volume out out of it, so it's more concentrated in an area. The other is a concentrator, so not only do you get more air volume, but you can control it real well. So, like if you're drying the dog's face, you can uh, you can avoid the eyes, and you can still get a good volume of of air, or you can avoid the ears. You go right around it because it's concentrated. Um, and then you have one that has like almost like a brush attachment on it. So you know what? It'll kill two birds with one stone because you can actually brush your pet with this and dry it and then it has just a regular the regular you know spray nozzle which which gives a, a full volume um you know um air airflow spray mm. every pet owner should have one of these and in fact you can get these they're valued at 200 bucks but you can get it for 89 dollars through the end of the month right now at amazon.com or viperpet.com every supermodel should have one too <laughs> 
We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. We all love our dog toys. We all love our dog toys. We all love our dog toys. So bring one right here. with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy screening your calls right now at 1-866-405-8405. Calls for Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or even Ladybug the studio stunt dog, who seems to be fielding some calls this morning as we get ready for the holidays. If you haven't done your shopping yet, we have some good stuff for you. I, I mentioned that before. Write down this number, 1-866-405-8405. You're going to need that to pick up on some of the great gifts that we have to give out today, which include the DNA Poop Prince Kit. If you have a neighbor that, uh, well, let's say their dog keeps pooping on your lawn and you want to prove it to the nth degree, we'll have one of these kits for you today, as well as a tag pet tracker, uh, all kinds of, it's amazing. What we do here at Animal Radio is we have a Christmas tree and a Hanukkah bush here. It has all kinds of gifts underneath it, and we give these gifts to you and your pet, and we'll be doing that. Stacy, what are you working on? So how do you feel about unicorns? Do you think they're real? Sure. Some people really do believe in them, I guess. They're some mythical creature. I don't know. Do they bring good luck to you if you rub the, 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 the thing the that horn. sticks out? Yeah, the little stiffing. <laughs> oh, the horn. I'm not going to forget that. You know what I mean. If you, the, the thing on top of their head. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> stop it. Okay. Anyway, um, North Korea seems to have proof that unicorns uh, were once real. I'll give you all the details. Coming up. On Animal Radio News. Does anyone doubt the existence of a unicorn here? Yeah, no. No, (laughs) right up there with uh, mermaids. As you can tell, we probably had a little too much eggnog. Hi, Debbie. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Um, I think I need to talk to Dr. Debbie. I have an unusual situation. I have four Boston Terriers, and I have one of them who's at six years old. He has developed a weird thing when the leaves started to fall this year that he's never had before. 
and that's where he starts bubbling out of his nose, and he has trouble breathing, and then he might fall over on his side and spit up phlegm and then be okay, but mm-hmm. it's seemingly, uh, he's, he's, um, you can see that he's in dis- distress. Um, mm-hmm. We've been to the emergency clinic and uh, alternative, uh, a uh, integrative doc, uh, veterinarian here and a regular veterinarian, and nobody seems to really have a real answer. Uh, they just want to put him on prednisone or uh, Timeral P and Benadryl, and then he seems okay, sort of. And then when we start to wean him off, he goes back to the same weird behavior. And we've had leaves, you know, for the six years that we have had him, and this is the first time I've ever seen them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so has he had problems breathing unrelated to the fall? Um, you know, being a Boston Terrier, has he had problems with um, any kind of uh, nasal surgery, soft palate, as far as mm-hmm. um, stenotic yeah. he had, Before the age of 12 months, he had two soft palate surgeries from at Ohio okay. State University. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and the nasal one, too. Okay. All right. So he has. So, and, and that's the big thing. Now, when he has the episodes, when he's bubbling in that, um, does he just fall over kind of all of a sudden, have any kind of seizure-like activity? You know, it, it does not look like a seizure, and they don't think mm-hmm. that it is. They think that he um, he can't get air. And okay. um, because right afterwards, he spits up white phlegm, and then he's like, fine. And he's not really okay. passing out, passing out, but... He just falls over um, on his side, and okay. when he does that, you know, it's, uh, and I've even tried, like I've given the Heimlich and the, and the white phlegm will pop out and he'll feel fine. So okay. what they're saying is they think it's accumulating, the excessive mucus is accumulating, and he has, I was told he has an extra fat tongue, <laughs> and okay. that he has, even since the, the surgery, he just has a tiny little opening um, you know, through its throat. I gotcha. All right. And, and that's going to be the big thing is what, what I think your, your boy is doing is having vagal episodes. And yeah. this is actually something that happens a lot in the brachycephalic breeds, the short face breeds. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons is, is that, well, I'll back up. The vagus nerve is um, a nerve that goes from the head down to the abdomen. And there can be certain things in the body that disrupt that or overstimulate that nerve. For some mm-hmm. animals and people, it can be things like digestive problems. Um, it can be respiratory problems. And I see this a lot in the brachycephalics that if they have a lot of the respiratory components to the upper airway disease, they have the narrowed nostrils, they have a narrow trachea, long soft palate, they can even get um, everted tracheal um, or laryngeal saccules and yeah. um, some other changes up there. So some of those things they might not see, but they might suspect. Um, you'd have to kind of go up with a scope to see some of those other things in the back of the throat. Um, but just being of that breed and having some of these airway changes, it's going to make it very likely that the vagus nerve can get overstimulated. And what happens with that? The heart rate drops and mm-hmm. the heart doesn't pump as well and the blood pressure drops. And, a pe- and the pet will pass out, and they usually come right back up. Um, yeah. I've even seen dogs do this after they vomit. So where they'll vomit, and then they just pass out, and then they come right back up. Um, so the, the the goal would be is to try to address what is the biggest problem, and that's going to be the respiratory disease. So that might mean going to have you know some of these other upper airway um, things evaluated, and to see if those need to be addressed. And, and then the other thing is, yeah, if we have 
allergies, something seasonal that makes our respiratory symptoms worse, oh boy, you've got an extra whammy onto the whole thing there. Um, so then um, we might talk about, you know, things like, you know, steroids can be helpful for the short term, um, yeah. but you may even want to see um, a dermatologist for allergy testing. And molds, just like anything else seasonally, we can test for, we can hyposensitize, uh, desensitize a pet with hyposensitization injections. And that might be one thing you can do. You can, yeah. you can do that to mold. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And every region in the country is a little different in some of those things. So you have to make sure that testing is done appropriate for your area. I see. And then the, uh, but the other little Boston Terrier that uh, actually is his daughter um, Mm -hmm. that I have, she just started uh, doing the uh, bubbling too. And I Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, now uh, we know this is because They've been at the vet. We know there's nothing contagious going on here. But at the same thing, she'll go outside and she'll, she'll play with a ball in the leaves and then she'll come back in and she's, she's not as bad as him. But, mm-hmm. you know, she's doing it now too. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I would definitely make sure. If she hasn't had her, her nearies um, evaluated or corrected, that'd be definitely one of the first things. But, you know, even going further back and going up with a scope. Because, you know, some of these things, they're, they're progressive. So you can correct. And, and with the brachycephalic dogs, we want to jump on these things when they're young. Because with time, all these other components start to um, involve. And once those some of the more chronic things happen, you can't reverse them more easily. So we want to get in there beforehand, um, do the soft palate, do the stenotic nearies if necessary because um, there's all these other problems that will come on and that just are so much more challenging to deal with. Wow. Okay. All right. You don't know anybody that's in this area that's a specialist in this type of thing, do you? You know, if you're dealing with um, veterinary schools, you're going to find a lot of the people at the top of their fields right there. Um, And as far as in dermatology, they're going to have dermatologists there as well. So I think you're going to have two two different type of approaches. One is going to be address the allergies, and the second is going to be address the upper airways. And that'll be through, um, you know, an internal medicine type specialist. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for your call, Debbie, at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. Hello, I'm David Bellamy of the Bellamy Brothers, and we're on Animal Radio. Love your animals. Have you given your dog the gift of time? As many as half of all dogs have their active lives cut short by arthritis. Give your dog the gift of a long, healthy, active life. Give your dog Lubricin. Lubricin's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Lubricin has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Some nights I can't get to sleep. 
Some nights I can't stay asleep. With Unisom, I can do both. Unisom sleep tabs are clinically proven to help you fall asleep 33% faster and keep you asleep longer, so you get a more restful night's sleep. Made with an ingredient not found in other leading sleep aids, Unisom sleep tabs are safe and non-habit forming. Just one pill takes the uncertainty out of bedtime, giving you the sleep you need. So I wake up ready to go. Unisom sleep tabs. Fall asleep faster. Sleep longer. Geico says, let's make life simpler. Look, I'm all for modern conveniences. But ask yourself, do you really need a blender with 23 buttons just to chop an onion? At Geico, we think life should be simpler. So we make it super simple to save on car insurance. Just one click and you could be on your way to saving hundreds. Come on, people. Life doesn't have to be that complicated. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hi, this is Iron Chef Kat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. It's Animal Radio. <laughs> you can't put me to sleep. Celebrating our connection with our pets by drinking eggnog and helping you with your pet issues at one 405 8405 In the holiday mood, let's go ahead and give a scoop free scoop free litter away if we can, Judy. Do we have one to give away under the tree? Yes, big we do. Box that big like box one. right over there. It's the scoop free ultra with a three pack of premium blue litter, disposable litter trays. You'll love this litter. You'll change it, what, once a month? Holy moly. Keep your uh, place not only smelling well, but, you know, cats like a clean place to do their business. Just like you do. Plus, it has one of those counters that lets you know how many times your cat's in there, which is important. Just in case they have, uh, what, a urinary infection, something like that. They might be using the litter a little more frequently. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. This will let you know. The Scoop Free has a 90-day money-back guarantee and a one-year limited product warranty. I'll give you one right now at one 405 8405 And if you're not lucky enough to get through, head on over to Scoop Free. Can we cut the music? It's really pretty. I feel like I'm starting yoga class. <laughs> That's what me to sleep. It's a Thank you, Guido. ScoopFree.com. Easy 104.7 with music from beyond the grave. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, let's go to line four where we have Dean on the phone. Hi, Dean. Hello, how you doing? Good. What's going on in your world? Um, I have two Siberian Huskies. One's an um, eight-month-year-old and one's a year-and-eight-month-year-old. And the eight-month-year-old, she just went into heat about, I'd say, about maybe two weeks ago. And um, the one-and-eight-month-year-old is just going crazy. He's and a boy, I take it? What's that? He's a boy? Yes, he's a boy, and the eight-month-old eight is a girl. Okay, and, and they're and, not, and he's not neutered then, huh? No, they're both not neutered. I'm, I'm going to breed them um, when she gets of age. Um, I, I asked the vet already, and she said it was too, it, it was kind of too early for her to um, have puppies because she might not show interest in the in the puppies if she has them. So I've been trying to keep them away, but the one in the eight month year old is just driving me nuts. And oh, yeah. I was just wondering yeah. if there's anything that I can. Um, Give them to settle him down. 
Well, don't don't underestimate the call of the wild here. <laughs> That's going to be the the honest truth here. Um, yeah. And having a unneutered male in the house or in the vicinity of an intact female is, um, in many cases, it's torture. Um, I've had um, dogs that board that will not eat the whole time they are in the same building as a female in heat. They can That's really just get that stressed out. So yeah, can definitely really cause them a lot of, um, you know, stress and, and really get them worked up. So if I can't talk you into spaying this girl, cause that'll be the best thing I could recommend for her sake, um, to yeah. help prevent reproductive problems and cancers, I would say is that you get another two whole weeks at least of kind of dealing with this. Um, cool. and I have found that sedatives can be used, but they don't typically help, um, oh. because they're still kind of, they're still sensing those hormones and they're still going to react. Uh, it may make them a little bit quieter and may kind of slow down some of his intentions. But it's it's oh. not going to stop his um, responses. So okay. for many cases, I'll actually do a physical separation. So uh, call your your aunt, your grandma, your brother, and say, "Hey, can I put my my male dog up at your house for another couple weeks?" That would yeah. be the kindest thing I could say for both, and it'd be the the truest way to make sure you don't get an accidental breeding. Because um, okay. there there are dogs that will open doors to get to the female in heat on the other side. So um, <laughs> yeah. be cautious. I, I work at night, and I have. Uh, a fence all around my property and it's like eight foot high and he's been jumping over the fence mm-hmm. and I've been getting calls at my work at night. I work on the freeways as a construction worker at night. They call me and say, hey, your dog got out. Uh, neighbor brought him back, brought him back. I'm like, holy moly, man. So it's just been driving me crazy. But um, mm, yeah, it, it's not bad for his heart to be in, in so, so much stress every every day, every um, minute of the, the day. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the best thing would be to get him out of that environment. You know, can you keep him in the same house? Yeah, you probably can. Is it going to cause him a lot of stress? Yeah, absolutely. And and I don't think that sedatives are going to really stop that. So, um, yeah. And and I definitely agree with your veterinarian's, you know, recommendation to not want to breed her. She's still a baby. You know, she, she's really just a little teenager right now. So, um, for her size and growth, she's still got some growing to do in the next six months. So, so I would agree we wouldn't want to, um, allow her to get pregnant at this time in the game. Yeah, would it would it harm her if she happened to um to uh, to mate? Well, I mean, we definitely know that we can have uh, less uh, maternal responses. We can yeah. sometimes have lower um, litter sizes. So okay. it's really not in her best interest. And I would yeah. say I would do everything you can to get this girl spayed. Ooh, I mean, um, to get her to not be pregnant at this time in the game. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about spading her maybe after maybe two litters. But um, how how would that go on her being such a um, being an older dog to get spayed? Would that hurt her at all? No, I mean there's not there's not a dog that's too old to get spayed just based on age alone. Now oh. health conditions and things like that are you know are certainly concerning maybe in an older age pet. But we just spayed a dog that was 10, 11 years old uh, the other oh. day, and um, there's still a lot of health benefits from doing that at any um, point in the game. Um, yeah. But we prefer to do it before they get older, before they go through those heat cycles to minimize the risk of breast cancer, uterine cancer, ovarian cancer, all yeah. that stuff. Okay, so yeah. Okay, Doctor. Thank you very much for answering my question. Thank you. Have a wonderful Christmas and a good holiday, Dean. We appreciate your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live simply so that others may simply live. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. 
Thinking of giving that cute little puppy for Christmas? Experts say it's not a very good idea. Puppies need constant attention and supervision, and house training should start immediately. And the holidays are usually filled with too much activity to bring a new puppy into a family. Puppies can also get into things that could harm them, like tinsel, ornaments, rich foods and candy, and Christmas lights. Holidays are very stressful for some families. A new puppy deserves a calm and peaceful home. A pet can bring year-round joy, but it's also a lifelong commitment. This year, just regift that fruitcake you got last year. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. It's the time of year when everyone is out shopping, fighting for parking spaces, and spending way too much money. All in pursuit of the perfect present. Maybe the best gift is one we already enjoy every day. This season, why not consider the presence of our animal friends as our present? Animals gift us with their lives for our comfort and convenience. They lift our spirits, inspire great works of art, song, and poetry, and are the most agreeable companions. All it takes is one small, cheerful sparrow in the backyard to remind us that we are never alone. Scientific studies show that the unconditional love of our pets can touch and heal us in magnificent ways. People experience lower blood pressure, stress, and heart rates when in the presence of their animal companions. Those who have suffered heart attacks live longer if they have an animal friend than if they don't. And people with pets just make fewer trips to the doctor's office. If we are suffering from depression, having a dog to walk, a cat to care for, a bird to talk to, or even watching fish in an aquarium, helps us find a focus outside our sadness and allows us to connect with the larger world. When horses allowed us on their backs, they gifted us with the ability to travel farther than our own two feet could ever carry us. Today, it is still horsepower that gets us to the mall. Pigeons have saved the lives of soldiers by carrying secret information across enemy lines. The seashell murex gives its life to gift us with the color purple. Bats gift us with lovely and peaceful twilights by eating mosquitoes. For the ancient Romans, a magical woodpecker brought rain to refresh and revitalize a city. That is a great present. It was Raven who brought fire to humankind. And in the Quran, the Saluki breed of dog is considered a gift of Allah. One of the most prized gifts one could receive from the ancient Chinese emperor was one of his royal dogs. And how long would Noah have been adrift if a dove had not found land? A recent study found that workers would be willing to take a cut in salary and work longer hours if they could bring their dog to work. A survey by Time magazine found that playing with a pet improved one's mood more than exercise, eating, or sex. If you happen to be ill in France and a ladybug lands on you, she will fly away with your sickness. Earthworms work the soil so our flowers will flourish. Bees give us honey, and my favorite, butterflies prove to us that even if we sometimes creep like a caterpillar, we hold within us. The power to spread our wings and fly. So during this holiday season, consider the presence of your animal friends as your present, and have your presence be their present too. Happy holidays from Voice of the Animal and Rayanne Cumulos.
You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, how can I help you? Yeah, I'd like to, uh, say thanks for that discount thing. Ma'am? You know, the, um, monthly sprint discount you gave me. Uh, you're welcome, but... Why are you whispering? Because if this gets out, everybody in the whole credit union will want a Sprint discount like I got. But every credit union member can get a Sprint discount like you got. Sure, if you keep blabbing about it loud enough for everyone to hear. It's no secret. If you're a credit union member, you can save 10 to 15% every month on your Sprint monthly service plan. It's part of a program called Invest in America, where credit union members get big discounts on essential goods and services, like Sprint wireless service. And as a credit union member, Sprint will also waive all your activation and upgrades. So if you aren't already a credit union member, it's another smart reason to join. Jeez, why don't you broadcast it? Actually, we are. Oh. Learn more at lovemycreditunion.org slash sprint. Coverage not available everywhere. Discount subject to two-year agreement. Up to $350 early termination fee, credit approval, and deposit. Restrictions apply. See store or website for details. And now the top five reasons to get Genie from DirecTV, the most advanced HD DVR ever. Number five, Genie recommends new shows based on what you already want. Watch. Number four, Genie eliminates inconvenient boxes in every room. Number three, Genie has three times more HD recording capacity than cable. Number two, Genie records five shows at once. And the number one reason, Genie serves your entire home with one HD DVR for a full HD DVR experience on every TV. Call now and get a free upgrade to Genie, plus lock in your savings for two years. Packages start at $29.99 a month. Call 800-399-5101 now and get 47 channels of HBO's. Stars, Cinemax, Showtime, free for three months. That's 800-399-5101. DirecTV client or an RVU-enabled TV device required for each additional room. Additional advanced receiver fee supply. Three times more claim is based on one Genie HD DVR setup. Offer requires 24-month agreement and entertainment package or above. First, your savings on entertainment is $25 a month. Second, your savings is $10 a month. $29.99 package not eligible. Offers M2613. New approved customers only. Lease required. Other conditions apply. Call for details. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. There's a city in Sweden that's going to great lengths to protect a goat. Well, it's not an ordinary goat. Uh, the horned animal in question is a 42-and-a-half-foot-tall straw goat that the city uses every year. It's part of a Christmas tradition. It started in 1966. Now, while the goat's become pretty popular in the Swedish city, it's also become a target for vandals and arsonists. One resident says it appears another attempt was made on the goat this year. Why they're picking on the goat, nobody knows. Uh, at the structure's official inauguration, the front hoof smelled of gasoline. But this time, the city took no chances, and they hired a private security guard to watch this Christmas goat and keep it safe. So do you believe in unicorns? Do you think they exist? Some people really do. They think they're real. Those who thought unicorns were relegated only to the annals of fairy tales and storybooks need look no further than North Korea for confirmation about the mythical beast. Professor Sung Young Lee with Tufts University analyzes the revelation about a unicorn lair. The intent behind this is to try to bolster up the credentials of the young leader who is still in his 20s. North Korea likes to make the claim that heroic blood runs in the family. 
Well, according to the Korean Central News Agency, archaeologists from the History Institute of North Korea have reconfirmed a unicorn lair that was present around the year 277 B.C. It was purportedly located right in the capital city of Pyongyang. The lair was discovered nearby a rectangular rock with the words unicorn lair carved into it. Some media reports indicate the KCNA article may be a tongue-in-cheek response to a humor newspaper, The Onion's fictional article that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un was named the sexiest man alive. Oh, that is a bad joke, though, huh? Simon Cowell, he's a big fan of flippers, and we're not talking about beach gear. The X-Factor judge, who's known for being a little bit of a curmudgeon, apparently likes penguins so much that he said he'd love to have one of them to call it his own. Can you believe that? Watching Mr. Popper's Penguins again, the 54-year-old tweeted this week, I love this film. I really do. I want a pet penguin. The 2011 film, based on a kid's book of the same name, stars Jim Carrey as divorced real estate entrepreneur who's bequeathed a Gentoo penguin named Captain in his late father's will. But when he tries to send him back due to a mix-up, five more come. Suddenly, he's sharing his New York City apartment, which doesn't allow pets, with a bunch of birds. Of course, if Cal really wanted a penguin, we're sure he has the cash to afford one. He'd have to purchase an entire zoo, though. It's not legal to keep a penguin as a domesticated pet in the U.S. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicab, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Some nights I can't get to sleep. Some nights I can't stay asleep. With Unisom, I can do both. Unisom sleep tabs are clinically proven to help you fall asleep 33% faster and keep you asleep longer so you get a more restful night's sleep. Made with an ingredient not found in other leading sleep aids, Unisom sleep tabs are safe and non-habit forming. Just one pill takes the uncertainty out of bedtime, giving you the sleep you need. So I wake up ready to go. Unisom sleep tabs. Fall asleep faster. Sleep longer. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Com. 
You want to talk that? Let's talk. Let's dish, girl. Uh, I don't know. I ain't got much. You know what? I got to tell you. I hate being a patient. I'm a bad patient. Why is that? Oh. <laughs> you have to go to the I doctor? Had do- I had a doctor's appointment the other day. Just a dermatology thing. But you know what? I, you know, I'm always like trying to second guess the doctor. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, dermatology, it's it's like voodoo. It's it's not even like science. I mean, they, they don't really do anything. And you got to wait like three months to see them. And then you get in there and they, they have no idea what's up. They don't know what's going on unless you got like a mole or something. They can't really help you with the pimple thing. Yeah, anything can cause it. You have to eliminate everything. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I like to play, uh, you know, house anyway. So I'm trying to diagnose myself. <laughs> Why did you go? Did you? What's wrong with you? You're perfect. You look absolutely dashing. Oh. I can't imagine why you would. Like a movie star. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, I'm all about preventative health care, so I'm maybe a little bit paranoid at times. <laughs> yeah, my wife's a hypochondriac. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm not that. I'm just vigilant. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this radio show. Yeah, I keep doing, forgetting I we're know. doing Come a radio on, show. Sorry. I get so <laughs> give, me, give me that eggnog. No more for There's you. There's no time for a radio show. We're talking here. Yeah, really. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Natural goodness for your dogs. Made with raw USDA inspected meat. It's raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. They even have a cat food that's really good, too. Get the official food of Animal Radio Studio stunt dog, Ladybug, and visit StellaandChewy's.com. Is he on the phone? This is cool. Our next guest... Eric Meyer put together a DNA collection kit for huh? now. It's for dogs, and it's not uh-huh. to figure out what, what breed they what are. breed they are. It's okay. to find out what kind we'll of poo. the cookies. Well, no, close. You know, for instance, I go out on my lawn every day. And I see some dog has taken a crap out oh, of my lawn. Oh, that's a neighbor's oh, across the neighbor's street. Dog. I know it is. There are now can't prove it. apartment complexes where you have to submit. If you have a dog, you have to submit their DNA. So if they find crap on the lawn, they know which apartment <gasps> it came from. I love it. Dog. <laughs> oh, my God. So Eric has put together these DNA collection kit, which really means crap collection kit. And, <laughs> and to find out who it belongs. I, I got him on the phone. Hey, Eric, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Now, tell us a little bit about this invention and uh, why. You, what influenced you to do this? Obviously, you probably had a dog crapping on your lawn problem. <laughs> uh, well, actually, uh, this came from some of the research scientists at Biopet Vet Lab. Okay. Uh, they, like you said, had a, a pet uh, waste problem in one of the apartment complexes that one of our scientists used to live in. And so they started thinking to themselves, how can we solve this problem? We have this vet lab. We have this DNA technology. There's got to be some way we can come up with a solution. And so that's really how Poo Prince was born. Poo Prince, P-O-O Prince, P-R-I-N-T-S. Uh, so we go that's out right. and we collect dogs' poo, but how do we de- de- really determine who it belongs to, or, or is it something that we, we have to do some due diligence beforehand and, and uh, get everyone's DNA or every dog's DNA beforehand? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Uh, most of the uh, managed communities that use poo prints, they will have collected just a small cheek swab sample of the pet DNA okay. of all the pets in the community. And then those are held in a secure online uh, database. And at that point, if there is ever any waste found in the community, a little small sample can be sent into the laboratory for analysis, matched up, 
and uh, they've identified the poopetrator, as we like to call them. <laughs> hey, what about dogs that are poop recyclers? So, so uh, Fluffy might oh, eat Bozo's feces. Is is there a way oh, to detect whether yeah. that would be a problem? Ah, good question. Well, um, you know, if there's ever any any other pets involved, it shows up sort of as contamination. So we can determine. You know, if it came from one pet um, or if there's any other, you know, sources in there, we can elucidate that in the laboratory. Are you finding a lot of cities and complexes are fining people that don't pick up their dog poo? Well, it's really up to each, um, you know, managed community or, or each municipality how they want to do the, that after the fact. We don't get involved with any enforcement, but some will do a, a warning, some will do a fine. Sometimes they just go talk to the pet owner and say, you know, hey, it's good if you clean up after your pet. It creates a nice, clean, green living environment, and it prevents all the bacteria from the pet waste from ever washing into the water supply when it rains. And, and I've got to say that, you know, as a veterinary health professional, you know, it is just a good thing to pick up your dog's waste because, you know, that's a, a harboring uh, parasites for other animals as well as as well as well other infectious diseases. So, you know, if we got to encourage people with a little threats and a little bit of DNA uh, evidence, I'm all for it. You know, let's keep our pets healthy and keep that poop picked up. And, and maybe people will stay healthy, too. You know? And I would say, Dr. Debbie, if you will, that people look at this the wrong way. I mean, why does it have to be a negative? Why can't it be fun to pick up your pet's poop? <laughs> that's why? what I'm saying. Why? <laughs> That's a good point. Actually, some of our communities, uh, they actually have a lot of fun with it. They'll do pet days. Um, they hand out little scoop bags that attach to the, the uh, pet's leash. So that it is kind of like a fun activity. Well, I think people that can't pick up their pet poo are too lazy to do that. Just get off your butts and do it for criminy's sake. It's crazy. Uh, I see that Dallas is already has a pooper scooper law. I was unaware of this. What's that about? Yeah, well, actually, um, interestingly, a lot of these metro cities, in fact, I would say most of them already have some type of pooper-scooper law on the books. And I believe one of the first was New York uh, that passed one in the, in the mid-'70s. And really, it's an ordinance that says if you are walking your pet in any public area or any private areas that are not your own, you got to pick up after your pet's waste. It, it helps you know, clean up the environment, helps prevent the spread of bacteria and parasites, um, as you guys have already mentioned. So a lot of these cities have these ordinances on the books, but we're finding that they're not always, you know, enforceable and, and they're not always uh, being followed, at least, you know, as much as, as they probably should be by pet owners. You know, I'm going to try to, pet, I, you know, you give me a great idea. I'm going to try to train my dog to pick up after himself. That'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, be great if he had some thumbs. He could uh, just put it in a bag for himself. But until they can do that, we've got to do it for him. Okay, what's the website? Where can people learn more about Poo Prince? You can go to pooprints.com. Like you said, P-O-O-P-R-I-N-T-S.com. And uh, check us out. How much does the kit cost? Well, the original DNA collection kit can be as low as twenty nine ninety five. And we actually have independent distributors around the country that can help do training on your community. They can help do assist um, with the pet waste collections as well. So there's all kinds of other services that we provide to these communities that they really don't have to do anything. And all they get is a nice, clean area to live in. you got to love that. Eric, we thank you so much for joining us today. Eric Mayer, the Director of Business Development for Poo Prince. PooPrints.com. We'll put a link over at the AnimalRadio.com website. Seriously, how long is it going to be before these condo associations put a meter on your face and charge you for the air you breathe? (laughs) What, they're not doing that at your place yet? You're obese. You're breathing too much. We're going to have to charge you an extra assessment. 
I mean, you know, who are these people that go around and check? You know, they, we have people like that in this neighborhood. There's always like 5% idiots, and they just want to control everything everybody does. And, you know, if anybody has something they don't have, they want to make it illegal to have it. <laughs> Hello, this is Franz from Hans and Franz. Don't be a girly man. Get your dog spayed and neutered. That's right. And just because you spay and neuter your dog, it does not make them a girly dog. It's Animal Radio. We'll head back to the phones in just a couple of seconds here at one 405 8405 This portion of Animal Radio is made possible by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort and their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. And get 25% off your first order with the code Animal Radio. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But what do you know about that most famous reindeer of all? For some, the television appearance of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer marks the true beginning of the holiday season. Written in 1964 as a Christmas promotion for the Montgomery Ward department stores, the story of Rudolph and his flying reindeer friends is the longest-running special on television. But do you know that behind this beloved stop-motion animated TV show is a true story of flying reindeer? It makes perfect sense that reindeer would be Santa's animal of choice. Reindeer live exclusively in the north. Their thick coats and wide feet are perfect for the sub-zero cold of Scandinavia, Russian Europe, and Asia, where 5,000 years ago, reindeer were the first large animals to be domesticated. In Greenland, Iceland, Canada, and Alaska, reindeer are wild and were popularly known as caribou. Reindeer became extinct in Scotland in the 10th century, but somewhere in the psyche of the hardy Scots, they were necessary, for they were reintroduced to that country in 1952. Laplanders use reindeer to pull sleighs, and so does the postman in Wales, Alaska. For northern cultures, reindeer is revered as a totem power animal, one that can fly through the world of spirit to commune with the high gods. Reindeer is the sacred animal that carries the Arctic shaman to the other world. In fact, the relationship between reindeer and shaman holds special significance for Rudolph and Santa. During midwinter ceremonies, the shamans of the far north would partake of the hallucinogenic fly agraric mushroom, that bright red mushroom with red spots that we see associated with fairy tales and Christmas decorations to achieve an altered state that would allow the shaman to travel into otherworldly realms. In ceremonies held to honor the December 21st winter solstice, the local shaman would enter a yurt through the smoke hole at the top, bringing with him a bag of the colorful mushrooms, and then departing again through the smoke hole after the festivities. This entry and departure through the ceiling led people to believe the shaman could fly. And since reindeer also consider the hallucinogenic colorful red mushroom a delicious delicacy, they were believed to fly with him. Hmm, a blessed man who carries a bag full of special red and white gifts down a chimney lives in the far north and flies with reindeer. Sound familiar? In ancient Norse myth, Thor, the god of thunder and lightning, which in Old German is Donner and Blitzen, also lived in the far north and was associated with the color red. Thor fought the gods of snow and ice to conquer cold and bring spring, and he did it while riding in a golden flying chariot pulled by two flying goats, Nasher and Cracker. 
During this holiday season, when you see a shiny red-nosed Rudolph adorning a lawn, store window, or parade float, remember, this reindeer carries in his sleigh a legacy of Arctic shamans, flying goats, and the god of thunder and lightning. Certainly, reason enough, he should go down in history. For Voice of the Animal, Happy Holidays from Rayanne Cumulos. Hello, my friend, toll free. It's one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. That is toll free to the Dream Team. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Kibble. Can we really change his name to Kibble? I like that. I like It'd be that cute. Too. Yeah. Dog father Joy Volani. If you could see this, we're all in a fishbowl right now, and Alan's in the other. He's in the uh, break room. Jumping up and down. I don't know that he likes the kibble thing. Dog father Joey Villani uh, certainly does. And animal communicator Joey Turner. We're all here for you. And let's go to line four. We haven't given them any attention today. And that is Ron. Hey, Ron, how are you? Good afternoon, sir. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Debbie, I've got a question for you. I've got the the love of my life as a 13-year-old miniature Australian shepherd. And she's... Of course, getting up a little bit in years, and her vet has wanted me to switch her over to a uh, high-fiber food. Now, I've had her on pedigree for quite a few years, and having some challenges finding a source of that is, I mean, I know I'm going to have to gradually, you know, wean her over to that. Is there another possible brand I can look at? I I know several uh, in the... uh, Field you're in, believe strongly in, in the science diet stuff, and I've I've not exactly had the best luck with that. She, I want her not to she spoiled. I mean, I don't. I draw the line at dressing her in clothes. I will say that up front. Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> let me just say, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm with you, Judy. <laughs> um, I want her to have the best of what she needs because, you know, I've had her for 13 years and Lord willing, I think she, you know, her her previous vet had said she could be up to 20 years. Well, you're doing something right, you know, and and I guess the first question I would have for you, Ron, is, is there any kind of chronic health condition that we're dealing with? Because when we look at diets, um, it really depends not only on the age, but what other factors are going on in the dog's life. Do we have a kidney problem, arthritis? Do we have any kind of digestive issues? and that's really kind of more how I gauge a diet choice rather than necessarily a brand or a, a name of a food. So does she have anything going on? The only thing she's had lately, uh, bless her little heart, of course, here in the Midwest, we've been up to our <clears throat> in snow recently. We have another front moving in in about the next day. She got to a point a couple of weeks ago, she literally would not go outside and have a bowel movement because the snow was higher on the ground than she was. Mm, okay. Poor, poor thing ended up in the emergency room, and they had to give her an enema. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. So I see why he's recommending the higher fiber then, because he wants to keep things moving in the old bowel category, huh? That that's what my guess is, and I'm just trying to think of the best thing. One thing I will not give her is Old Roy. I'm sorry, I don't even give that to a dog. Thank you, thank you. 
Well, and I have to tell you, Ron, um, you know, everyone's different, but I haven't had a lot of success with pedigree in, in my patients. Um, just I see a lot more inconsistent stools with that. Now, some folks say it works wonderful for them. Um, and I'm not apt to breed or breed bash, uh, food bash, but I'd say uh, I want to look for a good quality food. If you don't like science diet, that's fine. There's a lot of other great diets out there. Um, I actually, currently, I like a lot of the Royal Canaan diets. Um, they have different life stage. Um, they even have some breed-specific foods. I don't know if I'll go that far to say a Chihuahua diet is different than a, a Poodle's diet. I think that might be a little bit silly now, but um, but I think if you're looking for good brands like Nutro, Royal Canaan, um, if you like kind of going towards um, some of the more natural choices, you can look at some of the organic diets, but those can be a little bit harder to kind of stay on top of as far as um, in kind of a nationwide, uh, you know, for me to advise you in your area there. But I'd say, you know, if you haven't had good success with a science diet, try another. If your veterinarian does not have a specific diet that they have in mind, because sometimes with constipation, I will use prescription level diets. And that's where science diet does have some very good therapeutic foods for pets that have constipation, that have diabetes, etc., um, as well as Purina, which has some very nice foods for some of those types of digestive problems. So, and, and that would be something you know always always ask your your veterinarian as far as for these things because some vets will carry these things in their office. Otherwise, you know, I'd say uh, really the the biggest test is going to see what she likes and what she accepts, and make sure that is palatable because no diet is going to do any good if they don't eat it. Yeah, because we do, we we do not get table scraps. No. Good. I like you, Ron. You're like hardcore. You're like me. Like the, I'm like a diet Nazi at my house. My dogs sit (laughs) and I make them take a command before they eat. And that is just a kind of a silent way of for them to learn that, um, you know, I'm the boss. I'm the alpha pack leader in the house and, um, they love their food and, uh, they gobble it right up and, uh, you know, it's just a great way to, to kind of bond with your animals. She's so. the alpha pack leader here, too. But she comes in, she snaps her rubber gloves before she uh, puts her headphones on. <laughs> the show has just flown by today. Before we go, one last Christmas present for you. I got a tag pet tracker at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Remember, this is the little device, the cool-looking device that you can get at your Apple store. It looks like an Apple uh, product. It is a, a beautiful GPS tracker that also tracks your pet's activity level. Now, a microchip is not enough for you to find your pet if they get lost. You want something that's visible and on the outside. With the the tag pet tracker, you'll know where your pet is at all times, and you'll know exactly what their activity level is. Doesn't it send you an alert if you set up a perimeter and your dog gets out? You can set up zones oh, for your okay. animal. So if they I leave, get a text and an email from my dog. Does boss mm-hmm. take off a lot? Do you have trouble with boss leaving the zones? Yeah, he has a strong will, and we do a lot of outdoor hiking. So you know, it, it's things where he's off leash, and you know, it's it's something where I got to make sure he stays close. And if heaven forbid he ran after a squirrel, 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 then <laughs> <laughs> I could be sure I'd get him back to me. It's a great device. It's, it makes a great Christmas gift if you haven't gone out and gotten one yet. Is there such word as gotten? If you yes, haven't gotten is. one yet, head on over to Apple. Amazon uh, has them, although you probably won't get it in time for Christmas, but you can get it over there. Also at Verizon Wireless Stores, Target, Best Buy, Sam Club, Staples. Hundreds of vet clinics across the country have it. It also comes with a new tag guard, which is like a phone case. And it, uh, a little charger that sits on the charge. Oh, how cute. It's, it's amazing. These guys have really thought of everything over at TAG. 
Tag.com, T-A-G-G.com is the website. Make sure you have one of these under your Christmas tree or your Hanukkah bush. Uh, we're going to head on out of here. I want you to uh, be sure to check out our webpage at AnimalRadio.com or uh, on Facebook at Animal Radio or tweet us at Animal Radio. Uh, be sure to check out Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend, also Shih Tzus, Pugs, and Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friends. We have a link over at AnimalRadio.com to pick up those books. Have yourself the most blessed Christmas, and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.